Yesterday we discussed kashring dishwashers for Pesach. The more, even more common shaila, and one that uh, I, I keep getting asked is whether one can kasher a microwave for Pesach, and if one can kasher a microwave, how does one kasher a microwave for Pesach? So the truth is, a lot of the issues are the same, are very similar to the issues relating to dishwashers. Um, the problems with kashering a microwave is number one. One of the basics of kashering is that in order to kasher, you first need to clean out whatever it is that you're kashering. Similar to dishwashers, some posts can have a problem with kashering dishwashers because they don't believe that it's possible to thoroughly clean it out. Microwaves also, they have a lot of vent holes and little crevices and things that people do not believe that it would be possible to really clean it out. The Ramah writes in Tafnan Aleph Se'if Yudches that kashring uh, things like sieves and things like that where you can't possibly clean out every little hole would be impossible because if there's mamashus, if there's actual substance of chametz there, then there's nothing, nothing you could do about it. The other problem with kashring a microwave, which we also said is very similar to the issue of kashring a dishwasher, is the Rav Moshe's general objection to kashring plastic, any synthetic material. So we know from the Gemara and from the Shulchan Aruch how to kasher metal, we know that you can't kasher uh, cheres, and we know that glass is a machlokas rishonim, but synthetic materials are sort of up in the air. So Rav Moshe was not so excited about the idea of kashering synthetic materials, but Rav Oldenburg and Sitz Eliezer, Chelek Dalid, and uh, the Sri Deish as well, and Rav Vadio all say that you're allowed to kasher plastic even for Pesach. Not only are you allowed to kasher plastic from Treif, but even for Pesach one is allowed to kasher plastic. So that is a major discussion. A third issue that comes up with kashering a, micro- a microwave is that many micro- microwaves have a glass uh, plate that, uh, that spins around or whatever, a glass plate on the bottom of the microwave. So kashering glass, as we mentioned, is also a significant issue. The Shulchan Aruch and Simon Tafna and Aleph Paskins that you don't have to kasher glass because glass is totally smooth and there are no blios in glass. If I'm not mistaken, um, scientifically, that's actually correct. That There are no blios. There's nothing that actually gets into glass. And that's what the Shulchan Aruch Paskins. But the Ramah Paskins, and we, we go with the Pesach and the Shulchan Aruch, even though scientifically it may be difficult to understand uh, how it how it stims with the science, but there are ma paskins that, uh, that that glass is the same as cheres, and therefore not only does glass need to be kashered, but it can't be kashered, meaning it's balea, all the chametz and all the tam of iser, but there's no way to get it out, just like a kli cheres. That's the shita of Rabbi Yechiel mi Paris, in, uh, quoted in the Mordechai Mesechus Psachim, that's the shita of the smag, and that's what Ramah holds, that glass simply cannot be kashered. A third shita, a third sheet. Why would glass be like cheres? So glass is like cheres because it comes from from sand, just like cheres comes comes from sand. A third sheet that is not mentioned by the Shulchan Aruch nor by the Ramah is that glass has a din of kleimatechas, uh, that it has a din like metal, that it is able to be balea iser, but you can also kasher the iser out. So uh, so we would turn it. So we don't pasuk like that. That's sheet of the arzurua. So we have this basic machlokas machaber ramah. So if you have the glass tray in your microwave, if you're a Svartic Jew, you don't have to worry about it, it's automatically kosher, just wipe it clean and if you're an Ashkenazi Jew um, it, not only do you have to worry about it but there's no way to fix it, so it's, it's going to be highly problematic you would have to remove the glass tray or cover it with something else with a piece of cardboard or something in order for, uh, to avoid any chametz related 
issues. Um, it should also be noted that when we talk about microwaves, there are two types of microwaves. There's microwaves that actually cook with microwaves, and then there's what they call uh, convection uh, microwaves, microwaves that have a convection feature, which really means that the microwave isn't just a microwave. The microwave is actually a little oven also. So you can either use it as a microwave or you can use it as an oven. You can actually see when the, the difference between the way ovens cook and the way microwaves cook is that ovens have an actual fire, an actual heating element, and the thing gets really, really hot inside of an oven. It gets actually very, very hot. A microwave cooks with magic, so it doesn't get really hot. It's just uh, the molecules start jumping around and fighting with each other, and all of a sudden uh, the food gets hot, but nothing else in the entire microwave is hot. Just the food is hot. That's magic, so it doesn't cook with heat. So the way to kosher a microwave is going to be different than the way to kosher an oven, meaning if you want to kosher an oven, it's not going to be good enough to, to to just uh, to use magic, you would need to use actual heat in order to, to kosher an oven. I'm going to get tons of emails. How could you say it's magic? It's um, explanations, you know, like, I know it's not magic, but you know, you know what I mean. So the, the my, my, if you want to kosher something that was used with heat, you need to use heat in order to kosher it out. So if you have a convection microwave, you would have to kosher it the same way you would kosher an oven which is the way we paskin, even though Rav Moshe does not hold this, Rav Moshe holds the only way to kosher an oven is if you have a self-clean, if you can get to Liban to Gomor, which is 950 degrees, and in our regular ovens, without, if you, unless you put on a self-clean, we'll never get that hot. But, um, uh, but we, most, most posts can assume, Rav Salvejik assumed, and uh, Rav Aaron Cutler assumed, that in order to kosher an oven, you just needed to get it to uh, to libun kal to about 550 degrees for a period of about an hour, an hour and a half, and that will burn out any of the any of the tam of of chametz. So if you have a convection microwave, you got to do the same thing. I mean, you have to put it on the on the highest temperature for that amount of time. But in a typical microwave, or even if it's a convection microwave, but it was never used with the convection feature, it was only used as a microwave. It was only used through the normal magic of a microwave. So now that we We've discussed that issue number one is cleaning, issue number two is plastic, and issue number three is the glass, and we've already solved the get glass problem by saying just simply cover it or remove it if you're an Ashkenazic Jew, so, and let's assume for a moment that you can get it completely clean, that it is possible to clean out a microwave properly, so can we kosher it, and let's assume that, that plastic is something that, uh, that, that, that can be koshered, so how would one kosher a microwave? You can't heat anything, you can't heat the wall of a microwave because the microwave's walls don't get hot. So how does one kosher a microwave? So Rabbi Eider in the Halachas of Pesach uh, quotes from Ramosha that after you clean it out you should wait 24 hours and then boil a glass of water in the microwave and through the steam, the same way that the microwave was ever was through the steam from the food, that will also kosher the entire microwave. It's... Um, seems to go against where Rav Moshe writes in Yoradeh Samich, where Rav Moshe holds that you're not allowed to use steam for, for kashering. Rav Moshe writes that, uh, that even though steam is hotter than boiling water and you're allowed to use boiling water for Haggalah, but steam is not able to be uh, to, 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 to draw out the tam the same way water is. This is also very Nogei Lemaisa. A lot of people got sick of kashering their countertops by pouring boiling water all over the place because it makes a humongous mess and all the water gets into the drawers and everything. It's, it's extremely messy. So a lot of people wanted to start using steamers to kosher their countertops because that's much cleaner and steam is very, very hot. So aside from the general problem 
that very often when you use a regular steamer, unless it's really super strong, like an industrial strength steamer, a lot of times the steam, by the time it comes out of the steamer and hits the counter, it's already cold because it's so it's so thin. It's not like you're taking boiling water where it's you know could retain its heat for a long time. Steam, as soon as it comes into the air, is immediately cooled off by the air. So it goes on a cold countertop. It's immediately cold. So aside from that problem, Ramosha holds that the uh, that steam is not a valid way to kasher. It's not going to be able to draw out, even if it's hot when it hits the counter, it's not going to be able to really draw out tam the way spilling uh, real water would be able to draw out the tam. Other posts can assume that steam would be okay, assuming that it is very hot when it hits the counter. But again, this is a little bit strange. Rabbi Eider quotes from Ramosha that you could use steam to kasher a microwave, but generally speaking, Ramosha holds, steam does not take the place of Hagala, that you're not allowed to use steam in, in general. So, uh, so Rabbi Eider says, yeah, he's aware of that, but Rav Moshe specifically allowed using steam to kasher microwaves because uh, that's the only way that the walls ever absorbed chametz. It's only from steam that the walls ever absorbed chametz. The problem with Rav Moshe Shita, there are two major kashas on Rav Moshe Shita. Kasha number one is that, uh, that, that we don't find anywhere in Shulchan Aruch or in Poskim that, that steam is a valid method of kashering. Um, uh, the, 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 uh, so that's that's stam chiddish that steam can kasher at all. By the way, even if you're going to kasher with steam, how do you kasher with steam? You put in a cup of water and turn on the microwave for a long time till the whole chamber of the microwave fills with steam. So some of the uh, some of the posts can point out that kasher is everything except for where the cup of water was sitting. The area that the cup of water was sitting on is not is not kasher now because no steam hit that. You would then need to move the cup of water over and do it again to kasher the area where the uh, where the water was. The other problem with, uh, with Rav Moshe is that the assumption of Rav Moshe's kula, of kashering with steam, is that the microwave only absorbs tam with steam. That's not necessarily true. The microwave might absorb tam of chametz by, by having direct spills. A lot of times, I don't know about you, but a lot of times I've pulled things out of the microwave and accidentally spilled, and things splatter in the microwave. Very hot food that splatters in the microwave. That's not steam, that's an actual, that's actual pouring of food. And if that's what happens, then you would need a genuine, a genuine hagala in order to, to kasher, to kasher such, uh, such a microwave. So it's not so pashut why Rav Moshe assumes that it's okay just because it's generally balea with, with, uh, with steam. Um, the uh, the Ramosha might say that um, that that uh, that that during Pesach steam will take the food from from the spills out also meaning steam counts as Hagala but again that would have to assume that the steam can take out chametz and uh, and 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 uh, and steam would actually work as a as a form of Hagala so the reasons that that poskim I think in general are makele with kashering a microwave in spite of these questions on Rav Moshe's kula is that first of all uh, again many post some poskim hold you can kasher with steam. Second of all, according to the Shulchan Aruch, even though the Ramad disagrees, according to the Shulchan Aruch in Sim Tafnun Aleph, in the Alachs of Kasher and Kalim, the method that we kasher is determined based on Rov Tashmisho, based on the way the Kli is normally used. So we've discussed how when you use a Kli with a straight fire without any liquid medium, then it needs Libun. But if you use it with a liquid medium, then it only needs Hagala. So what if you use it both? 
which which method of kashring. So naturally, we would have probably assumed you have to use the more severe, the more the more intense method of kashring. If you ever use it with more intense heat, you got to use the more intense method of kashring. But um, the Shulchar passing is not that way. The Shulchar says Rov Tashmisho. You go with whatever, however it's normally used. So Rov Tashmisho of a microwave is certainly with steam and not with spilling. Hopefully, so if that's the rov tashmisho. That would be the way to kasher. So at least as a sniff lahakel. Also, the darki tshuva quotes uh, certain poskim that steam cannot take out that which is already absorbed in the microwave. So, uh, so if that's the case, that steam uh, steam cannot take out that which is already absorbed in the microwave, then there's no concern because whatever you cook in the microwave is not going to be able to pull out to draw out the chametz that's uh, that's absorbed in the walls of the of the microwave. So it would seem that I, again, I believe that the generally accepted opinion is that we can kosher microwaves. Um, certainly for those who kosher plastic, and even if you generally don't kosher plastic, I think people are a little more makele with the microwave if you add a few other coolers also. Like one other cooler you would add is you would be hogame uh, the water before you kosher to, in order to, to create a, a sense of nosin tam of gam, a more intense sense of nosin tam of gam. Another uh, another another kula that you would uh, another another sniff that you would always add is you'd cover everything in the microwave anyway so none of the steam is really drawing anything out anywhere if you would cover anything you get separate microwave covers for Pesach and if you only have one microwave for Milchus and Fleishiks you anyway need two microwave covers one for Milchus one for Fleishiks so if you get separate ones for Pesach so you don't have to worry so much whether the microwave is actually kosher or not so I think the, gen- the generally accepted opinion is that we do kosher microwaves even though there is uh, the, uh, pres- assuming that it can get pretty it can get very clean um, and uh, and you should just cover all the food that you put in a microwave anyway, and that way it would satisfy most opinions. Okay.